Blog Talk Radio. say cyber radio land because we have 50 countries around the world that are listening to our broadcast now and I'd like to welcome Norway, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Ireland, Germany, Latvia, Russia, Romania, Croatia, Austria, Switzerland, France, Spain, Portugal, Kenya, United Republic of Tanzania, that's a hard one to say. But uh, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Dominican Republic, Mexico, Canada, and we added a new one here a couple of weeks ago, Myanmar. I think that's the way it's pronounced. It used to be Burma. used to be called Burma. Wow, we're almost catching up with the Silverliners, and we'll talk a little bit about the Silverliners today during the show, but uh, 50 countries around the world is not too bad. My name is Neil Holland, and I'm a retired captain with Eastern Airlines, and thus the commercial that we throw in from time to time about Eastern. Uh, along with me today, I see we have several people on my producer's board. First of all, uh, my host, co-host just about every show is Captain Jim Holder, 
Uh, Jim is in Atlanta. Hello, Jim Holder. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jim. <laughs> uh, okay, I hope you have more to say than that, <laughs> Jim, a little bit later on. But at any rate, uh, we've got up in Canada, we've got, <laughs> got Brenda uh, Chavot. Hello, Brenda. Hello. Hello, everybody. And uh, from the great white north, say, they can't say hello back to you, but I'll, I'll, uh, I will accept that for the fifty countries plus. And um, let's see, Barbara Bucata, where are you, Barbara? Hello, everyone. Um, Barbara Bucata. I am from Tampa Bay, actually, Clearwater, Florida. Okay, very good. It's going to be some excitement around your area here next week, and we're going you to talk bet. about that. Yeah, There's very good. Excitement right now. <laughs> There's excitement right now. A lot, a lot to do. Okay, and we have. Let's see. Uh, from uh, area code seven two seven, I think is Mary Elizabeth. Is that you? I'm area code three one nine, and I'm oh, from yeah. Cedar Falls, Iowa. <laughs> wow. We okay. Wow. Very good. All over the world. Yeah. And this is yeah. This is. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Spritzer, isn't it? The last name Spritzer. Spritzer. Okay. Spritzer yeah. is what you do with the little button on the it's water bottle. It's a German bottle drink. When you're Spritzer. ironing. Spritzer's, <laughs> no, Spritzer is a German drink. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, that's what Spritzer is. I'm, I'm yeah. Austrian from Yugoslavia. All right. Well, we got Austrian listening languages. in too. And we've yeah, got Eric code 727. Who's in seven, who's at 727? That would be me, Barbara. Okay, Barbara. I already talked to you. Eric code 512. Hey, that's Captain Jim Harris in Dripping Springs, Texas. Oh, my golly, Jim Harris. Okay, yes, thank sir. you. And thank you, Jim Holder, for uh, for putting me on to Jim. And, Jim, for showing up today. You'll enjoy hearing uh, your favorite people to work with uh, in the uh, cabin today, for, most, for the most part. Our, uh, our show is going to be centered on a, a great event that's about to take place in Tampa, one of our great layover cities with Eastern Airlines. And uh, so today's broadcast takes us on a fabulous trip to Tampa and the Gulf Coast of Florida, where we will be joining uh, cool in the gang to help celebrate the Silverliners Convention of 2022. So I'm going to ask Mr. Cool if he will give us a few words in song. So here's Mr. Cool and the gang. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
said hello to uh, everyone out there around the world, uh, Brenda Chabot, and Brenda is the editor of the fabulous magazine that is produced by the Silverliners International, and uh, boy, that's just, that's worth the cost of admission to be an affiliate member. Guys, if you are uh, the front end, you ought to get this magazine. It is fantastic. Uh, it competes right along with Jim Holder's uh, Repo Convention and mine right before him. But uh, Brenda does a, a fantastic job. So, Brenda, uh, I want to ask you to introduce uh, what's going to happen here and a few questions that we have uh, to start the show. So, before I turn it over to you, I'm going to read two comments that I picked up today uh, from the Facebook and uh, one is from Ronnie Almendrales, Almendrales, I think that's the way it's pronounced. And he says, or she says, I was a flight attendant from 1979 until the last day in 1991. Initially based out of New York City for six months, then I transferred to Miami for 12 years flying South American routes. I will be in Sarasota during those days of the convention. How can I attend the Tampa Silverliners Convention? And before you tell us, Brenda, another one is from Judith Black DeFazio. And she says, I live in Tampa Bay. How can I attend? So, Brenda, let's tell them how they can attend. It's all yours. Okay. Thank you, Neil. And, uh, yeah, thank you for the interest. To Ronnie and I missed the other name. Uh, Judith, Judith DeFazio. Yeah, lovely. Um, actually, I'm going to hand this over to Barbara Bacada, um, because she'll be able to describe a little more on what the next steps are. But if you're listening, girls, we certainly we need your email addresses, okay? So um, I'll give it to Barbara, and we'll give you an email address to uh, send that to, okay? So, Barbara, can you help? 
Yes, I sure can. Um, actually, anybody who would like to attend at this point, because it's only a week away, is if they would like to attend the whole convention, we would need to know right away. It's $275 registration fee. Unfortunately, there's a $30 late charge, so you'd have to add that to it as well. So that's $305. They could attend the banquet only, which is $110, and that would be Wednesday evening. And the um, other option is to just pop into the hospitality suite. You can be our guest to just get to know us. We can give you an application. I'm going to give you the hours. Uh, well, I can give them on the air. I can also give them to them once we get the email address. But the hours in the afternoon Sunday would between, be between 1 and 4.30 on Tuesday, between 12.30 and 4, and Wednesday between 12 and 4. Those would be the three best times to catch us. And uh, we can answer all your questions. You can have a drink with us and, and just enjoy the festivities. Um, I can give you an itinerary. I don't know if you want me to go in depth as to what we're, we've got planned for the five days. Um, Neil, what, what do you think? Uh, Barbara, if you can hear me, I'd say yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Neil went to go get a drink, I think. We're okay. going to talk about the itinerary in just a few minutes, Barbara. I'm sorry to interrupt there. I thought I had my mic on, but I didn't. I had it on mute, so I was just talking to myself. And, uh, <laughs> we all do I do that. that all the time, you know. Uh, and um, But at any rate, we, yeah, we want to talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, the activities that are going on and Jim and I, uh, Jim Holder and I, and Jim Harris. Jim, I think you too, you're over in Texas. I think you too have attended some REPA conventions. But uh, we've had ours in the past and haven't had any in the last couple of years. And uh, I'm going to ask Jim Holder about why and so forth after a while. So, Jim, hold on to those thoughts. I just had an area code 702. We want to talk to as many people that want to pop up on my screen. So, area code 702. Uh, if it's clean, tell us where you're from and what's your name. Uh, I'm from uh, Las Vegas, and um, my name is uh, Art Schneider. Okay. The reason I said that is because, you know, we've been on the air now for 11 years with the radio show. Doing just about everything there is to talk about in aviation, I think. And I especially like these sessions with uh, the cabin crew members. And um, so good to have you from Las Vegas. And uh, I always usually say keep it clean because we've had over 11 years two obscene callers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? And uh, What happened? Uh, Jim? Well, I don't have that seven-second delay. We're we're kitchen table radio here, and uh, and and we just uh, have to punch the button as soon as we hear anything that sounds remotely obscene, uh, even sounds, you know. <laughs> but but we have had conventions, and we do have people showing up. I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Barbara. 
because a person may not want to go through the four days of the convention. And like, uh, like Judith living in the area, she might want to attend more than just a day or two days. And uh, I know I like to just hang around in the lobby when we had our conventions and uh, talk to the other uh, pilots and wives. And, and uh, we had a good time just in the hospitality suite alone. I didn't want to come out of that suite. For sure. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go ahead, Barbara. Tell us about the hospital. Can they do that? Uh, I'm sorry. There's some some interference, and I didn't hear your question. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, that's another thing. We used to make an announcement. Please don't uh, shake your mixed drinks that have ice in the glass because we can hear it on the uh, on the air, and uh, no barking dogs, crying babies, and uh, slamming doors, and and uh, because we hear all the noise. So right. if yeah, if you don't want to talk, just mute your your uh, cell phone there if that's what you're using to call in. And most often that's what most people do, calling in to the show. Uh, and uh, but at any rate, uh, are they allowed to do that? I'm sure. Uh, what's the hotel? First of all, let's start off with the hotel. Where are you having okay, it, uh, Barbara? The, the hotel. The hotel is in downtown Tampa, and it's called the Sheraton Riverwalk. It's right on the river, uh, in Tampa, where they had the Super Bowl celebration when Tom Brady infamously tossed the uh, trophy to Gronkowski from one boat to another. It will be right on that river, um, and. Uh, we are opening the festivities on Sunday, April 24th, with a um, opening dinner at 6 o'clock with entertainment and a cash bar and a Cuba-themed dinner. So what, what your question was basically is can they come and just hang around? They certainly can come and hang in the lobby, but they are welcome to come up to the hospitality suite, as I said. But the hospitality suite does have specific hours because around those times we have activities going on and we won't have the hospitality suite opened. Okay. Now, now so, will, you have, will you have a uh, cash sales where you can buy – different memorabilia and maybe shirts and, and coffee cups and books like uh, yes. Mary Elizabeth uh, has, has produced? Yes. yes. We have a boutique, a special room just called a boutique, and, yes, we are selling um, items that each chapter sells to raise money for their coffers. And those will be oh, – the, the, I mean, the boutique will be open pretty much what coincides with the hospitality suite. Um, it won't be open all day, but yes, we will be selling things definitely. Okay, and and Jim Holder or Jim Harris, if you have questions about the uh, the hours and days and activities and so forth before we uh, get into the uh, schedule, because we want to know about that schedule and uh, how you put uh, we our conventions were only three days long, as I remember, Jim Holder. Yes, uh, but yes, they were. And, uh, of course, the board, as you were on there, too, we had to go down a day early to do all that. I really I really wish we could still have them, but uh, it's just not going to happen, I think. I think we're just about history. 
Well, we, as the uh, Pilot Association, we ought to raid some of these uh, conventions of the Silverliners, I think. That's what the word out. <laughs> Uniform cap. They don't, I don't know if they want to see us old guys there. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we were young and handsome, that's a different story. No, they, no, no, we're no, all no. aging, Jim. <laughs> yes, yes, we all are. We certainly are. Um, yeah, we would we would certainly welcome you. The reason why we added an extra day is because number one, we originally planned this for 2022. So in 2019, we started the planning. We had the hotel, we had every bit of minutia planned, and then because of COVID, we had to cancel everything um, a month prior to and. So we had to replan everything, and and because we were without a convention or a board meeting for the three years uh, in between, we decided we would add an extra day because everybody mm-hmm. is ready to bust out and have a good time. Absolutely, yes. Well, uh, that's that's great. And uh, and do you do you have a meeting of the officers prior to the? convention like the uh, pilots did that Jim mentioned? Yes. yes. Well, we have we have a board meeting uh, on Sunday morning, and then we have regular two regular meetings, Monday morning for three hours and Tuesday morning for three hours. All the delegates are present so they can vote um, per chapter. We have 27 chapters, including coast-to-coast chapter. And anybody is welcome to come and sit in the back, and lots of people do because they want to know the workings of Silverliner, so they're welcome to be there as well. Those are the only two business meetings that we have uh, during that time, other than the, um, maybe a committee meeting or something. The rest of the time is partying. <laughs> okay. Celebration time, yeah. And, and uh, uh, Brenda... Uh, I know you probably you sent out a great magazine here last week. I got mine last week, and again, uh-huh. I just can't put it down. I love the colors. I love the the way you formatted the whole thing. I'm looking at it now, and it does Thank show you. in the middle of the book Havana Nights and the agenda for the convention, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But uh, uh, in this book, I'm not sure, but in this book, uh, we had on the last page, uh, we had a, a, an application that people could uh, tear off. And, uh, but an application to become a silver liner, like I made an application, and I'm an affiliate member. And, uh, but tell me, how would one go about getting an application and sending it in and uh, being a full-fledged uh, uh, member uh, I guess that includes voting, which I can't vote. But at any rate, how can one go about doing that, getting uh, uh, getting one of these applications? Tell me about it, Brenda or either Barbara. Yeah, uh, go to the website, um, www.thesilverliners.org, and uh, there will be an online form that you can fill out. Um, Barbara, do you have anything to add to that? Well, that is the best way to do it. Go to the website, as you said, thesilverliners.org. And within that website, you can click on to fill out your information, and it goes directly to our email. And then I receive it 
and I respond uh, by sending out an application, a history of silver liners, and a reason to join, which was penned by Brenda, and everybody loves it. It is just it, it gives the reason why you should be a silver liner, and it couldn't have been written any better. I just love it. So I always include that as well with the application. Well, thank you, well, Barbara. You know, I'm looking at your book now. I say your book. Uh, you're the editor of it. And uh, I just discovered what the baggage claim area is by reading here uh, on uh, <laughs> page 48 that the most difficult, it's the most difficult area in the airport to locate. And it is usually <laughs> hidden by dozens of signs saying baggage claim area. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jim, here's one for pilots. Uh, they identify what fog is. And it's a natural weather phenomenon which usually occurs around an airport while surrounding areas are clear. Fog is controlled <laughs> by the airlines and is used to delay flights. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. So there's humor in that magazine. So uh, it's it's yeah. a great issue. I wish everyone had it. And uh, uh, but at any rate, okay. Back to some questions. We've got a, a lot of folks on the on my producers board here. Anybody want to ask a question? Jim Harris out there in Texas. Are you asleep at the microphone there? Oh no, I'm just, I'm just listening to all of the. All the information and all the camaraderie that we had. Yeah. Which I miss every day. You sure did. Yeah. What, was the, what was the great thing that you can remember about, uh, you know, we had our, we had favorite people that we liked to fly with. And, um, and we, over the past 11 years, golly, we've talked about just about everybody with the, with our particular airline. But we've got over 70 airlines with the Silverliners. I think that's right. Isn't that right, yeah. Barbara? Yeah. yeah. 70. Wow. Do you all have yeah, similar yeah. stories? I mean, would War Air have a story like uh, shared by TW, TWA? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm oh, I have, and I think so. <laughs> I have a little one I can share. Go I ahead. Was, um, Ward Air, DC-10, working an overnight to uh, Acapulco out of um, Montreal. These were known as the zoo. They just the Montrealers have a lot of fun. They drink all night. <laughs> So it was crazy. Anyway, a little a mum asked if I could take her little boy to the cockpit. And he was, oh, I would say he was under two years old. Um, and he was in a little sailor suit. I carried him up to the cockpit. And the pilot, I won't say his name, but he was a hoot. He turned around and said, ever been to sea, Billy? Ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> and I thought, oh my goodness, if we go down within the next half hour, we'll be back to They're so going to get a surprise. Oh my God. Right out of there. Can I add to my story? Can I add to my story? This is Mary Elizabeth. Can I add to my Boy, story? Sure, Mary Elizabeth. Go ahead. Okay. The funniest part, remember when people took their clothes off and they would streak through the airplane? No. Oh. They would streak through the airplane. I mean, when I started, we wore these designer clothes in 1964 in Pierre Balmain uniforms, and these people were nuts that were flying. 
And so they would go get get on the airplane, and they would streak through the entire airplane. And then I had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger on a flight to London, and he's walking through the aisle, and he's going, I'm Mr. America. I'm Mr. America. (laughs) And you're just like, oh, for is this the full moon? So the whole, my book is full of all these stories from movie stars. They tell you everything on an airplane. You're cooking lamb chops, and they're a CEO of, of, of uh, uh, running running for governor, I I met Mother Teresa in Bombay. It's full wow. of this stuff. The book is just a great book, and I I just got to add my two cents in here. Uh, it's going to be at the convention. My books will be there, and you can order them on online. I've been to thirty three countries all over the world. Uh, people I've met with the airline world was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So um, I don't want to spill the beans too much on what's in the book, but believe me, it's from alcoholics to aristocrats, from Lucille Ball to you name it, to corporate America. I've been there, done it, and it's uh, my whole life. And we'd get on the well, plane, you know, we'd say, who are we going to meet today? And you never know who you're going to get. Yeah. Well, Mary Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth, you just got me thinking now. I would like to take it back to the uh, – uh, to the flashing and streaking years of aviation, oh, instead no, of what's going <laughs> instead of what's going on today in the in the in the cabin, because those well, you, flight attendants today's oh, world, okay. they're having a hard time doing their job. Well, you know what? I got to add that too because it's really good. Because uh, when I started uh, with TWA in 1964, we had Rosenthal China. Chateaubriand from the cart, and I had Julia Childs on board. We were we had grooming checks, none of this weight thing, and your hair couldn't touch the nap of your neck, and you had to be perfect, perfect yeah. all the time. And now you get on these planes today, and it's just like, OMG, that's all I can say, OMG. Yeah. And you see these people, and it's like, excuse me, what, it's a full moon. It's worse than a full moon. So those poor flight tenants today, they're not equipped uh, to handle it, and it's it's changed so much that when I when I when I flew, I was like a movie star, and that's exactly what it was. We were dressed like you know with Hollywood, and so Elizabeth Taylor, example, would come on board and she'd give us Gucci bags, and uh, I've I've just had a life like no other. So when I hear these stories today, and then all of us that are in the airline industry can can identify with what has happened to our to our to our industry, yeah, yeah. and that's why I wrote the book. I wrote it about that. I wrote it about corporate raiders, and I wrote it about my life going into the industry and flying. Okay. So, um, my turn. I'll, your I'll, turn. <laughs> I'll sign up for one. I've got an area code seven one nine that popped up on the board. Hello, where's area code 719, and what's your name? I'm Joel Tewell from Pueblo, Colorado, but I live in Surprise, Arizona now. Surprise, surprise. I had to say that. (laughs) Hi, Jill. Hello. Yes, she hears you. Okay, Okay, I know. I know who Jill is. This is Barbara Bucada. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Jill. This is Brenda Chabot. And 
and you've got uh, a, a few more people that are not talking, but at any rate, uh, we've been, uh, will Jill, is it Jill or Joe? I, I misheard your first name, Jill. Actually, it's Jillian, but I go by Jill because everybody uh, merges Okay. It. Will you be at the convention? I will not. I have a medical procedure that supersedes my plans. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can listen to some of it because the radio show is going to try to do some interviewing around the lobby. I uh, hope we can work that out, Brenda, which we will talk to talk more about that uh, before the convention and, and how best to talk with uh, folks that uh, just, uh, you know, walk up to the uh, microphone and ask you what you're doing. And you say, well, I'm recording you live on the radio show. We're <laughs> heard around the world. And uh, by the way, I sure would like to meet some of these folks that listen to us in places like the Republic of uh, Tanzania. I, I, I yeah. want to call it Tanzania, but uh, and uh, Kenya, we've got Kenya listeners, and I'd like to meet some of these folks. It's amazing, yes. And and hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Is Jim, is that you talking? Talk yeah, out loud. Whatever you get rid of, I'll help you Okay. All right. uh, Jim wants well, to get rid of something, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jim, we were. Yeah, there we go. You get I think he's in. The evaporation kills the can off. Yeah, well, I forgot what area code Jim's in, but it's it's um. That's what it Jim. Hey, Jim. Yes, sir. Are you listening? <laughs> I am. Where's okay. Jim? Well, yeah. Well, well, tell us about well, who you're talking with in the background and. And uh, share. Oh, I didn't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good friend of mine. I got this little goober over. He's 17 years old and a very smart kid. So I've taken on my wing. I said, I'm going to teach you some of the stuff that I know. Okay. Very good. <laughs> I, very here's good. what I got to say. The happiest day of my life was the day I went to work with Eastern Airlines. It was the most fun job in the world. Gave me great prestige. I worked with great people. Gosh, Paul Edmondson, uh, he was always one of my, and, and Julian Whitehead, and all these people. They were just the best people in the entire world. I, every day was a wonderful, great adventure. And the good thing about Eastern Airlines is that we had great camaraderie together and also with the flight attendants and everybody else. We all got along and had a wonderful, wonderful time. It was the best experience of my entire life. Were so you yep, a pilot? I have to do it all over again. Oh yeah, I was a pilot. I was captain on the seven twenty seven. Ah, uh, based out based out of Atlanta. Well, you well, know, I'd like can to join. Can I say something? I'm sorry. Say, yeah. Yeah, Jim Holder here. I want to tell you something. Jim Harris okay. was one of my favorite guys to fly with. We had more good times, me and Jim Harris, and most of them occurred in New Orleans, which is not too hard to find a good time down there. But uh, I'm glad to hear that Jim's on the radio show with us because I'm getting pretty low. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, let, let's go. Let's go to let's go to Austria Bar over there, the back by the uh, yeah. by the German restaurant. <laughs> you and know, then we can go to Felix's and get us some yeah, mixed. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Jim and and Jim, the two Jims, I can say what Jim Harris just said about uh, the best day of of my life was when I started also with Eastern Airlines. And anyone you ask with any airline is going to have the same comments about their airline, Mm -hmm. TWA, Ward Air, uh, all of the airlines, because it I don't know. Once you get the job with an airline, it seems like the camaraderie is there, uh, and and the thoughts are very similar. The stories are very similar, and uh, it's good that the Silverliners now uh, has. I want to bring up a little bit of real early history of the organization, and and Barbara, perhaps you might uh, just give us a a little clue as to how it started and how it became now an international organization. Would you tell us a little bit about that, Barbara? Yes. Um, We were actually founded in 1954 by three gals who were having lunch in New York City. They had both uh, retired from Eastern, obviously, because they got married. At that time, you couldn't be married. And they were having such a good time, they thought, you know what, we ought to get a club going and and invite more people to join. So they did that, and it grew. They got Eddie Rickenbacker involved in it. Uh, He helped them to grow. Uh, They they expanded to several cities, including Atlanta. Eddie Rickenbacker actually named the Silver Liners, uh, something to do with every cloud has a silver lining, and my girls uh, are the silver lining in every cloud. So that's where the name came from. so they expanded and expanded expanded. And, of course, after Eastern closed their doors in 91, um, after several years, we began to realize that eventually we will be extinct. Obviously, the last time were probably in the early to mid-80s. And um, we just felt like the right thing to do is to open up to other airlines because we all basically had the same job. We just had different tail colors and different bosses. But other than that, we did the same job, had the same stories to tell. And, of course, many Eastern girls went on to other airlines after Eastern folded. So, uh, you know, we've got girls that started with Eastern and flew for at least seven or eight different airlines over their career so it was the best thing that we ever did because that's what's helped us grow so much. And and I truly believe that we're going to double our membership in no time from the um, – we've doubled in the past three years, and I think we're going to double again. Um, there's just so much interest, but obviously the word has to get out, and Facebook is my best friend for getting the word out. Neil, you know that. Yeah. So, and Yeah. Well, we're we're going to get it out too. Uh, we've been doing some planning here. I won't uh, tell you what we're planning, but uh, maybe you can talk to Brenda. But uh, some great ideas have have come out, and we're going to try to do everything we can to help the organization. Uh, you know, uh, the the idea that uh, there are uh, seventy airlines represented now. Uh, and even here in St. Augustine, Jacksonville area, our local chapter here, uh, we've got uh, flight attendants from from uh, two or three different airlines. We've got Delta. I think there's an American. Uh, I think Mary yeah, Mary Golly's uh, husband was a captain with American. And uh, so let let me let, let me uh, ask this question. Uh, 
you know, I've I've worked with crew, uh, cabin crew members, and uh, I I don't recall any really bad experiences I've ever had. I've had a couple of them that should have slapped me a few times, but uh, <laughs> stupid remarks that I have made, and not intentional. I I recall the one remark, and I'll share it with you on the radio because it was embarrassing later on, but uh, I had the flight attendant uh, come up and ask me, and I had just gone up to New York to do some temporary duty on the shuttle flight 727, and I didn't know anyone uh, out of LaGuardia flying the Washington-Boston shuttle. I didn't even know what the shuttle was except, you know, hearing about it because I'd never flown it, but uh, the flight attendant came up and says, Captain, is there any last uh, instructions you want to give me uh, and I said uh, well I can't think of anything oh yes I can too and I told her I said if we if we ditch would you get the liquor kit and get in my raft and and and, and I, I said that and she left she said okay and she kind of chuckled she left and uh, the door closed and my co-pilot said you know who that was? I said, yes, yeah, she's senior flight attendant. And he said, she said, that was the flight attendant that lived through 99 at Kennedy on the microburst that killed most folks. She was a survivor on that flight. And here I was telling her to get in my life raft with a liquor kit. <laughs> But oh, I mean, no. it's stupid remarks like you, you, oh, you know, no. foot, foot, foot in your mouth, <laughs> boy. But some of the, what I, my point is, some of the best flight attendants that I've worked with, and really great guys to work with are the male flight attendants. Are you represented well at the Silverliners meetings with the uh, with the guys that worked in the back? It's getting better. Um, I get we're yeah. getting more, but no, we we aren't. Um, but I think that's going to change. Um, okay. Yeah, we do. You know, maybe about eight or ten that I can think of, but that's about it so far. That's I think, good I think everybody remembers Harold Cornwell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Harry, Harry, Harold Cornwell. Yeah, he was a male flight attendant. Harold Cornwell. Out of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I remember Richie Baines. I I remember him. Oh Lord, <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I remember Richie Baines? <laughs> 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 We're the worst thunderstorm I've ever been in, and I was a captain, and he was trying to serve drinks to the passengers, and the drinks were flying all over the place, and he's going up and down the first flight. Well, I told the engineer, I said, "Go back there and strap that guy in his seat. He's going to get himself killed." Yeah, and then he and he he sat down and he got all pissed off and made faces at me and all kind of stuff, but he survived. Yeah, well, there's he marched there's, to a different drum, believe me, in many respects. Yeah, there were lots of stories, and uh, I'm sure all the airlines had those. Uh, and yeah. uh, uh, this is a remarkable thing, Brenda, about your magazine. It brings in different airlines and the experiences that uh, you flight attendants yes. share in the magazine, and your yes. your Called pictures. Our stories. Yeah, the pictures are fantastic. Uh, it's just a wonderful magazine. How many of these? Do, well, what's the membership now of the Silverliners? I think we're six hundred and fifteen. 
around 725 or 30. Well, going... Holy cow. That's, wow. that's really fantastic. Yeah. 725, Barbara? I, I, wow. Wait a minute. I, I'm, I'm having a brain you-know-what. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, wait a minute. Um, no, I'm sorry. I over. I, I'm over guessing here. It's it's in the neighborhood of I think six forty, six twenty, six thirty, six forty. It changes every day. We day. Go <laughs> good, good. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Neil, we're we're up. Uh, yeah. Barbara. Barbara, yes. can I say something? Barbara Decada. Barbara, I spoke yes. to you on the phone a couple of times, and. Um, <clears throat> Cliff Wings, I was a member of TWA Cliff Wings, and I, you know, people are getting, well, you know the story, they're getting older, and they're dying, and this type of thing, and so I had talked to the president of Cliff Wings, and I told her to get in touch with you, so that's another group uh, right there that, that yes. uh, you know, is willing to join, because that's happening all over the country, all over well, the world, yes. really. Well, here's Yeah. I did talk, Mary, I did talk to her, and she was okay. going to put some informi- some information out there. I sent her some information. She was going to put yeah, it out there yeah. to the whole membership. Okay. Well, so if you, I don't, need help, I, if, you, if you need help, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, it's important to me right now. If you need help, I'd be willing to help you because um, uh, Kathy Gomer is TWA. Uh, and she is. Uh, she'll have my books at the at the convention. I could not make it. So any information, just text me, or I'm in. I'm in your. Um, the, at my address is in the phone book and everything. Um, the, I'm a CC CC two because I'm in Iowa. But uh, right. I'm, I'm really promoting. I'm promoting Silver Liners 100%. Good. Well, okay. I appreciate I'm on your side. Yeah. All right, Brenda. Okay. You got something to say? Yeah, I was just going to say if I uh, if I could quickly just rhyme off the airlines represented. Go ahead. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. Okay. E- start with Eastern Airlines, of course, because we can never forget they were our founders. We are now called Silver Liners International. Okay. So we start with Eastern. Then we have Air Canada. Air Canada Express, Air Florida, Air France, Air Tran, Air West, Air Wisconsin, Alaska Alaska Airlines, American, ANSAT, Arista Aviation, ATA Airlines, Bonanza Airlines, Braniff, Breeze, British Caledonian, BEA, BEX, Business Express Airlines, Capital, Carabair, Continental, Delta, again Eastern, uh, LL, Evergreen, Florida Express, Flying Tiger, Frontier, um, Hawaii Express, Hughes uh, West, okay. Iberia, JetBlue, Kiwi, an M with an arrow. I don't know what that is, an M with a blue arrow. Then Mesa, uh, MGM Grand. We have corporate flyers too. M- uh, Miami Air, Midway Airlines. ME Midwest Express, Mohawk, National Airlines, North Central, Northeast Airlines, Northwest Airlines, uh, Odyssey International, OA Omni Air International, Ozark, Pan Am, mm-hmm. People Express, Piedmont, Pro Air Republic, 
Ryan International Airlines, Simmons Airlines, Sky Service Airlines, Southern Airlines, Southwest Airlines, PSA, Sunbird, the Trump Shuttle, TIA. There's another one, a T, and I'm not sure what that is. It's a green background with a T. Then TWA, TMA, United, Universal, U.S. Air, Value Jet, Ward Air, and World Airways. That's to date. Yes. That's a lot. We have members. I can see chapters forming over in Europe and Asia, uh, chapters for the Silverliners International. We need more of those uh, countries that are wanting to get into this. Um, I think this would be fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, before we sign off, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about, about Havana Nights. And uh, we're going to start off with the registration at 12 p.m. on Sunday. That's April the 24th. That's just a few days away. And uh, you start off and uh, someone continue after Sunday. But the opening night dinner is featured about the Havana Nights and uh, with entertainment and dancing. I want to ask, do you have a featured speaker for the convention? No, were you thinking of doing that, Neil? <laughs> no. no. You're Jim welcome. Holder would be better at Jim Holder would be better in that. <laughs> better oh, okay. okay. No, all um, my stories are R rated. Oh no. Well we love R rated, actually. We love R rated. Yes. Our skits our skits are R rated. Um well, actually no. We don't have a we don't have a speaker. No, actually, don't we don't have any speakers this convention. Oh, Barbara, okay. I wish I was there. I could do it for you. <laughs> I, I oh yes. Okay, so <laughs> we got Sunday. We got Sunday. Uh, hospitality sweet hours. Uh, sweet hours uh, cool. is one thirty to four thirty. And then 9.30 to 11.30. Boy, that's closing up the bar late, isn't it? 11.30, huh? You'd be yeah, and I'm manning the, the bar that night. Try yeah. to find your room on the wrong floor. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the but how about Monday? Thing- What's happening Monday? Okay, well, um, Monday, Monday uh, we have the business meeting from 9 to 12. Our hospitality sweet hours, of course, and then uh, we have a Lost Pearl Charter Cruise. We have we're taking the whole ship uh, up and down the river, uh, and that that will be um, from four to six p.m. And then uh, dinner on your own that night. And then Tuesday we have our business meeting from um, nine to twelve. We have a free afternoon uh, with the hospitality suite open, and we have uh, the Miss Silverliner contest. It's actually called the Senior Eat the Senior Silverliner contest uh, between five and eight with heavy hors d'oeuvres, and of course the hospitality suite open again after that. We also have continental breakfast in the hospitality suite the, um, every morning. Uh, actually, Monday and Tuesday morning. We may add Wednesday morning. We're not sure yet. So then Wednesday, we don't have a meeting. It's a free day. Uh, and the closing banquet is uh, Wednesday evening with 530 to 7 cocktail reception. 
And from 7 to 10, it's a closing banquet with live. We have live entertainment that evening, and we have the awards ceremony. Wow. So basically, action-packed. It is, yeah. Uh, it certainly sounds like a lot of fun. And um, uh, they're, 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 uh, By the way, do a lot of spouses come with the flight attendants, or is this a... <laughs> A getaway from the guys and the gals, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or is it? Yes. Yes, it is a getaway, and husbands are not encouraged to come. Actually, right, Brenda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, no, they are they, they are welcome to come, but no, it's basically uh, there are a few husbands that do come along that very often do their own thing during the day, and they, they yeah. might join. Them for the um, festivities at night. Um, now, but no, now, we don't have a lot of... On the last day, Thursday, checkout day, hospitality suite, farewell. And you say join us for the bye-bye, bye-bye. Uh, what is a bye-bye drink? I know what a Bloody Mary is, but what is a bye-bye? I know that's Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye. the best. <laughs> a nickname for the Bloody Mary because of the bye-bye when everybody gets oh. off the air. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a more important one. The Mile High Mimosa. <laughs> no. Hey, don't, read any, don't read anything into that one, Neil. <laughs> oh, well, I did. <laughs> well, I know you did. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, golly, peace. We had a great time. We did over my career, uh, front end and back end, some of the some of the best layovers, and uh, it, it's it's an experience that uh, not many professions, any profession, no. I would say, no. uh, has the advantage of the camaraderie that uh, the flight crews, both front end and back end flight crews, enjoyed uh, over a person's career and. Uh, we never get tired of talking about it. That's why we've been talking about it on the radio show for 11 years now. And we've had some great uh, guests in the past. We've had some um, we've had some presidents of the airlines. We've had uh, universities, uh, and we've had some uh, important authors like Mary Elizabeth that have told about their books. And uh, we do have uh, George Jen who. George has written a couple of books uh, for, uh, he was a pilot with Eastern and U.S. Air. He went over to U.S. Air. And, uh, and we've, had, we've had a few people on our show that have talked about uh, their books. And uh, I'm glad, Mary Elizabeth, you got to talk about yours, and it will be presented there uh, to purchase. Oh, by the way, uh, Mary Elizabeth, can you buy it uh, at Amazon? And also, does oh, it come yes. in a digital? Yeah, it's a- you can buy it on Amazon. Uh, I'm getting a five-star review. I'm working on the potential for a movie. That's my dream. That's <gasps> what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm a little bit stressed out, guys. <laughs> my dream is to make this a movie. And the movie is dedicated to all people who put their lives on the line every day, every airline. It's for, every, it's for everyone. That's why yeah. I wrote it. So I hope that... Um, you, some you people read the book. You can order it on online, or you can uh, you can contact me, and I will autograph it to you, and I will send it for twenty five dollars. That's that's Very what I good. have. 
So um, that's all I can tell you. But I, I can guarantee you, you will cry. You will laugh. It's going to be about anything and everything you've ever seen in your life, from polk sure. to, to French designers to uh, 800 that blew up over Long Island. 250 people were killed. And they were flight attendants and, and pilots that I flew with out of New York. So it's, it's a real, it's my whole, it's my soul talking. This book is about well, my soul. Mary Elizabeth, so, we've had two it. very important shows uh, in the past few weeks. Uh, and Brenda uh, was responsible for both of these uh, to be presented on the radio show. And we had the, uh, the uh, flight attendant that was uh, in the crash at Mexico City. And uh, also uh, uh, Sandy Pearl, who was Sandy one of the Pearl. survivors. Yep, I know her. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. uh, as she survived the Southern Air crash, and we had that a couple of shows ago. And uh, you can catch yeah. any of our archive shows by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash okay. Captain Eddie. That's C A P T E D D I E. Captain Eddie. Uh, for uh, our founder, not founder, but uh, the early president of Eastern Airlines. So, mm-hmm. really, it's going to be a good time there. Uh, Jim, uh, Jim uh, uh, Holder, and Jim Harris, do you have any final words? Uh, and we have others. We have area code five one nine. That's uh, that's you, isn't it, uh, brother? Yeah, that's me. Okay, seven six three. I didn't. Uh, you popped on at the last minute. Who is area code seven six three? That's Sandy Clement from Minneapolis and also from Walden Beach, Florida. Hey, hey Sandy. Sandy. All right. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Looking forward to seeing all of you coming up. Oh, yes. Can't <laughs> wait. Okay, very good. Um, let's see. Um, Jim, any final thoughts, you think? Yeah, the the happiest days of my life the Eastern Airlines. It gave me everything I could ever want. They, I never could believe that they paid me for it to have so much fun. <laughs> Not sure <laughs> anyone working for an airline thinks the same, Jim. Yep. And, and yeah. I, another thing, too, I think Eastern Airlines had what the majority of airlines do not have. We had great camaraderie with each other, the flight and the, the flight attendants and virtually everybody else everywhere, so... I yeah. think it's the best airline ever was in the world. Yeah. It made me so happy to be there. Well, good. I can tell it in your voice. <laughs> well, yes, it was what I wanted all my life. Okay. You got so, it. So the first, yep, I had it. Every yeah. day it was just absolutely wonderful. Well, so you know, thank all good, of my people. The good thing about being on the air is I still talk about my experience with the airlines, and now I get to share other airlines' experience by programs like this and uh, associated with the Silverliners now, and we'll be talking more about uh, the uh, Silverliners. I want to ask Jim Holder, uh, is there any plan, Jim, for a convention or a reunion of the Retired Eastern Pilots Association? Yes, uh, we've already canceled about three times due to COVID, but right now we are looking at somewhere in the early summer months, uh, maybe July or something, that Johnny Steinmetz is our president. He will be uh, letting us know what we're going to do, but we'll we'll have a two-day or most likely here in the Atlanta area like we've done the last two times. 
And listen, before we go, I want to just say something about uh, my favorite flight attendant. And it's a story that it's a short story, and it's a story that happened so long ago that I can't even remember her name. But she actually, I thought, was just wonderful. And the story is, I was flying engineer, backseat guy on the Electra, at night with almost a full airplane. And this young gal comes up and tells the captain that there's a girl sitting back there that has a cat in her cage, and it got out. And that she is very upset, and that I've got to do something. And the captain said, no, you're going to do something. (laughs) And so you go back there and catch that cat. And me and this gal, she was based in Chicago. That's where I was based. And this was like 1964 or something like that. We chased that damn cat from one end of that airplane to the other through all the chicken scraps and English peas and I even saw a couple of dirty napkins and people were saying, it's here, it's there, it's there. For almost 20 minutes, we chased that cat. And we pulled out. It had wrapped all of its claws on my right arm with his front, and it had all of her right left arm in in his back legs of that cat. And I've hated Siamese cats ever since. Oh that God. is a true story, and I wish I had could could tell you that gal's name, but she's my favorite ever flight attendant. Because if I hadn't had her, I'd have never caught that cat. Oh, oh. Now, now, if y'all if you want to call back oh. on some other times, I got some uh, better flight attendant stories that I can share with you. But I had to tell you that. One. <laughs> well, you know the best jokes that I ever heard, and uh, kind of a little bit off color were from flight attendants. It was almost embarrassing mm. to hear some of the jokes that I heard from flight attendants. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the older ones. <laughs> yeah. No, Watch no. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we well, had a good it's time. Been, it's been fun today, and uh, we're going to do a special show Saturday if we can get Brenda out on the floor in the lobby and and talk to some of the flight attendants and have fun like we did today. It was good talking about Silverliners. And expect more from yeah. the radio show, uh, if you would, Brenda and Barbara. Uh, Not tell Saturday. Everyone there. Well, tell everybody that we're going. To, uh, I'm going to miss being there. And thank you very much yeah. for the invitation that was sent to me as a guest to come. And uh, I, I think now you understand why I can't be there. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, exactly, Neil. Now, Neil, it won't be Saturday because it, you know the it doesn't start till Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, it'll have to be Sunday. I'll put it on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm just thinking I'm working the boutique on Sunday from two until four. So somewhere in there, I'll talk to you before then, Neil. We'll yeah, find we'll figure spot, it out. Okay. We'll we'll figure yeah. it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to play Havana Nights, but uh, my time is about up now. And um, anyone listening around the world, a great organization, the Silverliners International, a uh, great group of people, and uh, I would strongly recommend, suggest that you go to their website. Uh, once again, somebody give me the website of the Silverliners. The, the Silverliners.org. All lowercase, no spaces, just www.thesilverlinersplural.org. And there you'll be able to get an application. Right on the front page. You click join us right on the front page. 
Wow. So and it's then, easy. And then we're going to be hearing about chapters in the different parts of the world. All right. Yes. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. And one other thing, Neil, um, pilots are welcome to join. Um, they just become associate members. So they'll still yeah. get the magazine. They can still participate. But it's just that it is a flight attendant organization. That's why they become associate members, which means they can't vote on the yeah. bylaws and standing rules, et cetera. Okay, so well, just so you know, if you're a pilot, okay, too. <laughs> well, that's what I did. And uh, also yeah, our late you friend, did. Captain Mike Scott, joined uh, as yes, well. Yes, he did. Uh, Mike passed away just a few weeks ago, and uh, we, we yeah. really miss Mike being on our radio show as a host. And by the way, anyone listening out there, and pass the word out there uh, at the Silverliners Convention that we're always looking for folks to join us. Uh, it's just so much that Jim Holder and I can do. But now we got Jim Harris. I don't know. He might uh, he might take up all the show. Uh, Jim Harris has got a lot of stories. I, I can uh, I can oh, hear now. I probably got one or two. <laughs> <laughs> some of, some but, of them I can uh, repeat on the air. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't want another obscene call here. But um, okay, well, we always finish our show by the great uh, Merle Haggard, and he wrote this song, "Looking Out the Window," and I'm sure it was in first class. But Merle was flying along, probably from uh, going to L.A. or Nashville, Tennessee, or wherever uh, Merle traveled in the air. But he looked out that window, and it was a beautiful sunny day, and there was an airplane uh, below flying right alongside, I guess. The story goes, and the sun was reflecting on that airplane, and this is a song that Merle wrote while sitting there in first class and you'll enjoy this, and this is our sign-off bumper music. And, folks, thanks so much. Enjoyed having all of you to uh, be on the show today. And let's go out with Silver Wings. Thank you, Neil. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Silver Wings, shining in the sun. Taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings slowly fading out of sight. Don't leave me, I cry. Don't take that airplane ride. But you locked me. Out of your mind and left me standing here behind silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring engines headed somewhere in flight. They're taking you away. Silver wings 
guys thanks a lot thank you neil thank you Bye-bye. thank you thank you bye bye bye